Hello and welcome to Him Partial Off the Record. I'm Monet Funka. And I'm Cara Devereaux. Let's get into this. Yeah, so um, we wanted to have another kind of like just off the record conversation about discernment, um, which has just come up in a lot of conversations off the record. And we thought, hey, you know, let's just talk about this online. Mm-hmm. But before we get into it, if you haven't already, make sure you go to Kofi.com slash impartial to become a member, support us financially. It really, really helps. It helps us pay the bills. It helps us be able to think more outside the box. Maybe we can afford a better sign. Um, and we really, really appreciate it. If you're skint and you don't have any cash, um, there's other ways you could support us. You could go to himpartial.com and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. You can give this episode and other episodes a like, a share, and five-star reviews on yep. whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, Apple or Spotify or what are the everything. other ones? We're Amazon. On yeah. Um, you know, giving us five-star reviews really, really help and it's totally free. Um, that helps other people see us and yeah. exposes us to them even so. just leaving comments on youtube or podbean or whatever is really encouraging for yeah. us as well we do read them we do we do so quick disclaimer yeah we are going to talk about discernment today now this is not our normal him partial uh episode format so we're going to talk about biblical issues and applications so if that makes you uncomfortable to hear that from us then just hit skip and we'll see you next week <laughs> yep um, my fiance and also Monet's husband know that we're doing this yes. and they've given us the green light. Yes. So we're good. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it's really just to say there's so many discernment podcasts out there, uh, or yeah. like kind of like wisdom ministry kind of things out there. Um, and there, there's a fine line, which we won't get into where we, f- how we, feel about this line but yep. there is a fine line between discussing things and teaching things and mm-hmm. so if you're a guy and you're listening to this and you're like oh this crosses that line I'm uncomfortable you know hey just that's fine skip go with your conscience uh yeah exactly which is something we'll be talking about <laughs> yes I mean to be honest like off the record is basically just you getting us effectively how we talk normally yes. <laughs> like, it is just we have these conversations yes. like we had a conversation about discernment last night around the dinner table yeah um we talk about stuff all the time yeah so it's not really like we're saying we are going to teach you about discernment yeah. it's more like we had this conversation and we think you might find it interesting or helpful yeah. so come and have a cup of tea with us while we yeah. chat it absolutely 100 percent. that's what it is because we we have, you know, uh, Cara visits us often so we could do recording and stuff like that. And she's been to seminary. Is that an official way to it's say it? It's not seminary because it's not an seminary. academic degree. She got an academic biblical studies kind of degree. I'm totally botching it. You're giving me a look. Uh, she studied the Bible in an official capacity. My husband has as well and obviously is a pastor. So I'm always like the layman that comes to the conversation. And it actually makes for great conversations because we're just talking to each other and we're learning from each other mm-hmm. and we'll be like, but what about this? And da 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 And I just think that's a really good yeah. format to, I mean, that's how you should live the Christian life yeah. is talking these things out. Yeah, absolutely. So why are we talking about discernment? <laughs> uh, um, a bunch of reasons mm-hmm. because it's 
not as common as you would hope these days because of cancel culture, Mm -hmm. because of about 10 billion different forms of legalism. Yeah. Um, And also just because there have been a few of you who have contacted us and in various ways asked questions which relate to discernment. So things like, you know, we've had a few messages, especially after the Hillsong episode where people were like, hey, there's this band and um, what do you think of them? And we were kind of like, discernment (laughs) is what we think. I don't know who these people are. Go discern it. Um, Yeah, just things like that or or in everyday conversation where we've talked about things we've been like, hmm, that's Mm. a thing for discernment. Yeah. Like we can't really give you an answer. I don't know. I mean, just to elaborate on the cancel culture point, um, this is something that comes up in weird ways because our culture is obsessed with canceling people. And it's also obsessed with virtue signaling and virtue signaling is part of cancel culture, but it's also plays into discernment. Yeah. But I think this happens in Christian circles and it's happening every day all the time. I mean, we refer to it as like reformed Twitter or Christian Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Where like somebody who you've been following because they had a nice book or whatever says something and it's theologically sus or wrong or whatever or it might be. just ambiguous. And then what happens? The mob goes after them and it's like, oh, fill in the blank Christian whatever is canceled because they said this tweet and that tweet was wrong. And let's just go ahead and pull out our pitchforks and our torches and burn them at the stake. Or or everyone starts speculating and nobody knows anything about it, but they're all pontificating about it. And you're like, well, just back off. Yeah. Like you don't know anything about this. So why do you feel the need to talk? And if you don't talk, then it's like, oh, so you're in support of this bad thing. And you're like, yeah, it's cool. like it's a it's a huge mob mentality, and mm. so that's part of Christian cancel culture. The other part of it, and we've said this on this on our regular formatted him partial show, where we'd be like, "Oh, we like X, but we can't say X on on camera because yes. then some people will come after us," and that's because you, you like as Christians we get put into these little boxes that say. Um, oh, you're really friendly with this group or this Mm -hmm. subculture of Christianity. And in that subculture, this particular action is a no-no, whatever the action might be. And these are usually permissible actions um, that maybe certain subcultures of Christianity do not think are profitable. And so, for example, um, it might have even been in our last last off the record, we Mm -hmm. said something like, oh, we watched this show, but we can't tell you what show yeah. it is because people will come after us. And and that is because there's a lack of discernment sometimes. I'm not, we're not saying for you guys, but just in general. Yeah, there's a lack of speaking. Yeah, there's a lack of discernment to say, oh, we really appreciate how Kara talks about X. But when she talks about Y, let's just throw that away. And we can't like hold those two things up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Whenever Kara talks about why, she's so wrong that we're not going to hear her talk about anything. anything. And we do this with Christian yeah. Bible teachers. We do this with theologians. We do this with personalities. I mean, it's part of our cancel culture. And we've also talked about this in reference to hymn writers in the past. Mm-hmm. So like you'll have a hymn writer who wrote this beautiful hymn that totally glorifies God. It's so wonderful. And they were a slaver. And you're like, oh, pfft. Well, throw that hymn in the yeah. trash because it's completely like, useless now. Or or mi- milder? I don't know if this is milder, but on a less um, 
woke panic attack button kind of issue it could even be something like uh, the guy who wrote all glory be to christ walked away from the faith mm-hmm. but that song is so so good yeah but some people would be like i can't sing that now because he's mm-hmm. like renounced mm-hmm. his faith or did at some point i don't know where he's at now yeah. and so i think all of these all of this kind of fits into a really broad discussion this is like as broad of a discussion as we could possibly have and we're not going to have it as deep as possible because we don't have time. I mean, you could literally have a whole, like I said, their whole podcast yeah. dedicated to discernment. But if, if you have the broader principles, then you can work out the mm-hmm. deeper stuff for mm-hmm. yourself, which is the point of discernment, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I think, I think my point is that I'm trying to say it's really it's really underemphasized in our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that leads to the second um, reason that Cara just mentioned about all various forms of legalism. I think when you lack discernment, you lot rely heavily on these are the list of things we're allowed to do and these are the things anything, we're not allowed to do. Anything and, off the yeah, list is not okay. Anything off the list is canceled. Anything off the list is, you know, forbidden. Mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and like anybody who even looks at the stuff off the list is like, if we're done. If you even done. know what the stuff cut, off the list yeah, is, yeah. like, ooh. <laughs> You're cut off. And I just don't think this is a way, I don't think this glorifies God. It doesn't mean that we are not to live righteously. Obviously, the Lord gave us the law, you know, obviously he gave us the prophets. Obviously, there was throughout the history of scripture and the history of time, he said, hey, do this, don't do that. Um, but there's tons of, of real life applications Mm -hmm. in which we have to apply the principle that God has given us to the real life application and say, okay, there's a gap here. Holy spirit, give me the wisdom to walk. And the thing is, there are so many very specific situations where you need discernment that there is no way on earth that you could cover every single eventuality really Mm -hmm. although i was thinking as you were talking i think maybe maybe i'm getting ahead and you're going to be like whoa we're getting there but i think part of it is that we have a culture that doesn't really like critical thinking and if you can't think critically Mm -hmm. then you can't really discern yeah oh absolutely that's all part of it Here's what I'll do. Before we jump into this discussion further, because we're mm-hmm. going to go off down the trail. Sorry. Let's talk about definitions. Yep. Oh, so yeah, discernment is like you find the word discern in our English translations all over scripture. So we could like look at some verses and stuff. Here's what Google says. And I actually think <laughs> Google's not wrong here, but discernment is the act or process of exhibiting keen insight and good judgment. Yeah. I don't think that that like, I don't think that comes in conflict with the way, like the way scripture, you know, obviously we understand that, that insight and judgment comes from God. Mm -hmm. Right. So we could add from God. Or like a little asterisk, like by the help of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that's a good all encompassing, um, kind of over all encompassing is not the right word kind of a broad overview of what discernment is and there's tons of scripture um that we could look at and i literally googled verses about discernment (laughs) so don't think that we're clever 
Um, and I think like we could just read through some of them. Um, Carl, why don't you pick one that's your fave? Um, well, 1 Corinthians 2.14 is a good one because mm-hmm. Paul does talk a bit about discernment in his epistles. Um, this particular verse, 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, The person who is without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. Right. And that obviously gets right to the the little asterisks on the definition we just read from Google. Yes. I so mean, the context yeah. for that in Corinthians is he is talking about discerning spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, da, 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 da. There's one that is talks about testing. 1 John 4, 1. 1 John 4, 1. Where is it? On my list. Wait for it. <laughs> I'm going to go find. Read it? <laughs> yes, you read it. <laughs> okay. uh, so 1 John 4, 1 says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Is that the one you're thinking of? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that testing yep. is the the thinking it through and exercising what was it keen insight and Mm -hmm. good judgment Mm -hmm. yeah there's obviously tons of proverbs and i just want to rattle some off because they're so good proverbs i mean it was once described to us as like your daily vitamin some people some people treat the proverbs wrongly and that's above our pay grade so i'm not going to really dive into that but there's a there's so much wisdom in the proverbs literally. (laughs) Um, And so when you take them and you think about the wisdom behind like a particular verse, like that's how you grow in discernment, which is what we'll get to later. But one of them is um, the discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. Um, So obviously learning is a part of discernment. Um, the heart of the discerning acquires knowledge for the ears of the wise seek it out. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, it's about learning and learning and learning. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. The rich are wise in their own eyes. One who is poor and discerning sees how deluded they are. So that's like, well, how can they know that? Mm-hmm. Like in that verse, the answer is not there. Mm-hmm. Like there's obviously a wealth of yeah. knowledge and experience and wisdom behind the discerning eye to see yes. why the why they're foolish. Um, <clears throat> I think as well, like there's a verse in Colossians 2 mm. about why discernment matters. Mm. So Colossians 2.8 says, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. And I think that's important. Like we're talking about discernment. We're talking about what it is, but it matters because we're to follow God and we're to obey Christ. Yeah. And you do that through discernment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, part, part of it is discernment to know what is actually true and what God is commanding of you mm-hmm. and what is just mm-hmm. not. Yes. Yes. And I'll, I mean, there's like 30 verses on this page, but I'll um, end it off here. Um, 
Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So, I don't know. I think it's like a hugely, like it's, it's a hugely broad topic. And we're not trying to necessarily say, here's how you should think of discernment. But I think my heart of why I wanted to talk about it, and maybe Kara, you're in the same place. It's just, it. I just feel like it's so not emphasized yeah. in our culture, in our Christian culture. Of course, we want to learn. Of course, we want to have right doctrine. Of course, we want to walk in the ways of the Lord. But it is it is presented almost, culture, I'm being very stereotypical generic here, but it's presented as almost like discernment is know the scripture so well that you know what fits in the to do correctly Mm -hmm. column and what is the incorrect column. Mm -hmm. Like, so you could categorize it and then just stick to the list. Yeah. But like real Christian life, you can't do that. You can't walk that way. We live in a fallen world as well. So yes, there are a list of good things and a list of bad things. And then you get these weird scenarios all the time that you're like, I don't know, because this doesn't fit either list. It's a weird blend. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to respond to this in a godly way Mm -hmm. because it doesn't fit either list. So I can't tell you for sure that it's good or bad. Mm. And that's where discernment is really, really useful. And I think it denies essentially the the de-emphasis of discernment, it denies the supernatural nature of our sanctification. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, we do not grow in Christ-likeness by pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps. Yep. It is this mis- it's this mysterious relationship between reading God's holy word mm-hmm. that's inspired by his spirit responding to the Holy Spirit who is indwelt in us and walking out in faith based upon that kind of mysterious like combination of things happening in us. And there's so much wisdom in scripture that tells us like to, you know, and we'll get to the kind of how we, how we foster this, Mm -hmm. but tells us how to uh, walk this life and how to seek counsel and who to seek it from and all that stuff. So Discernment is not necessarily something that you can be taught. Like, let me teach you how to discern. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's actually something that can be encouraged and yeah. fostered through a lifetime. Yeah, and you know, there's an important thing: is that it's not <clears throat> like, you know, maybe you're born with it, maybe it's Maybelline. It's, <laughs> you know, it's although the, although there are people who are gifted potentially with deeper discernment or Mm -hmm. a more keen insight Mm -hmm. and God has gifted them that way anyone can learn over time and that's the key thing is it is over time Mm -hmm. and you don't always get it right Mm -hmm. and that's part of the sanctification Mm -hmm. process Mm -hmm. and it's part of learning Mm -hmm. because you don't get it right so you learn from it Mm -hmm. and that's how you cultivate discerning yeah um yeah I'm 100% in agreement. <laughs> so it, I don't know. To avoid not just rambling this whole episode, I think if we break it down, mm-hmm. these, the lack of discernment 
it manifests itself most acutely in our culture through Christian cancel culture and legalism. Now, when I say legalism, I think people have a thought in their head. They're like, oh, those fundamentalists who like only wear certain clothes or whatever. Like, you know, you might, you have a picture in your mind. I'm not even going to go further. I'm already offending some of you. But I think we have forms of legalism all throughout Christianity, oh, yeah. all throughout. All sorts. Um, and, and, and cancel culture has <laughs> made it worse because we're like, oh, this Christian said, did, agreed with, endorsed, whatever, fill in the blank that's on the no-no list. And so therefore they're canceled. Like they're not a real Christian or they're, they're sold out or they're whatever. They're going to apostate. You, you like fill in the blank because they haven't done the thing on your list. And I'm not necessarily saying that those things are untrue, Mm -hmm. but I think our Christian, our culture is way too quick to throw baby out with the bathwater with a lot of what is normal, regular sanctification within the Christian life. I think celebrity culture doesn't help that. No. But even like to take a recent example, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, like Matt Chandler recently said, I'm stepping back from ministry. I didn't, he didn't, he, he basically been texting a lady and his wife hadn't seen the texts. And the story is that there's nothing untoward mm. in those texts, but he realized that was not an appropriate thing to do. I need to step back and reevaluate. And now of course, some people are like, Oh my goodness, Matt Chandler, he's so terrible. And you're like, well, well, first off, just let his church deal with it. Yeah. Um, because they're his church and they know him and they know the situation and they mm-hmm. know the details and, yeah. you know, let them do their thing. Yeah. Um, and they responded. So it's not like they're just Yeah. Like, the yeah. whole thing was a statement put out by Matt Chandler and mm-hmm. his church saying, we've talked about this just to let you know that's where I'm going Yeah. over the next little while. But so many people are now like, cancel him because he texted someone. And you're kind of like, mm-hmm. well, I just... We don't know the situation and his church is dealing with it. So sometimes discernment is just like knowing when to, when it's none of your business, yeah. basically. And when you don't yes. need to comment because it's none yeah. of your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you hit on something important that celebrity culture in the church has made this worse because, you know, <clears throat> folks at our local church, they know us, they know our, our, strengths and our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. They know our little personality quirks or mm-hmm. they know like how we speak. You know, I'm quite informal by the in the way that I speak. Mm-hmm. So if you catch me on Twitter saying something, you might be like, oh, you know, but yeah. people who know me, they're like, ah, that's just how many yeah. talks or whatever. And so that local context, that context keeps you in check if your local context is yeah. you know, operating biblically and yeah. actually you have checks and balances and people can come to you and say, Hey, what about, what about, mm-hmm. but this celebrity culture is like, well, everything you do has to be perfect. And the second you step out of line, you're canceled. The second you say the thing that I don't agree with, you're canceled. We're basically doing a <clears throat> modern form of what the Catholics do in sainting people, except we're doing it while they're still alive, where we're mm. putting them up to this elevated position mm. where like these people are perfect. And mm. then they do something that any normal Christian might actually struggle with Mm -hmm. or or do or or ways that we might sin as well. Mm -hmm. But because they're up on that basically modern day saint equivalent pedestal, Mm -hmm. they just get torn down. 
And I think where discernment comes in here, comes into play is not to, like, not to be so quick to cancel and not to be so quick to form these lists in our head that says, this is the good stuff. This is the bad stuff. It's impossible because it's human Mm -hmm. nature. But I think that's the struggle. Like in this, in this life, we are meant to be discerning through the power of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. through the knowledge of his word and what it says and our understanding, um, grows over time. And so in theory, we become more discerning over time. Um, and this matters because, so I'll give a few examples uh, without mentioning names. <laughs> I'll give a few examples, um, and, the, and they're quite different. So um, we were talking to someone, and we were like, hey, you know, this person gave a really good um, defense of this whatever position that mm-hmm. has been affecting us recently, this, like, biblical position. And the response was, oh, that person, they're in with the camp over here and that camp over here, Mm -hmm. they're awful when it comes to these other positions not related to the position that you just mentioned. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's a shame, but this thing is biblical. And so, like, how do you teach someone to say, I've read a number of things by this person and that was great that was rubbish that was rubbish that was great yeah well you can't really teach it mm-hmm. but they have to grow in their knowledge of scripture yeah and they have to grow in their relationship with the holy spirit who yeah. dwells in them in order to be discerning I think, I think we don't get this in current culture Mm-mm. because in today's culture secular and to a degree christian you can't say something like oh I really like what this person has to say about X, mm-hmm. but when they're talking about Y, they're just way off the mark. Yeah. Because if they're way off the war- mark on Y, then it's like, well, we can't listen to anything they say. And Even, that's just not real life. It's not. And no. it's not gracious <clears throat> either, especially if someone's a Christian brother. Like I could yeah. say, you know, I, I studied under people who I'm like, these guys were fantastic, but they still at the time belonged to a dead denomination yeah. and I was like I'm not gonna chuck out all the good stuff that they're teaching me just because I think they should have left mm-hmm. their denomination years ago mm-hmm. that's silly because what they're teaching me is being hugely formative mm-hmm. for me and it's also an underlying assumption that the people who you haven't canceled have appropriately interpreted everything in scripture and walk perfectly with the yeah. Lord. I mean, and that's, that's completely burden. That's yeah. legalism, really. It, that, that's what I'm saying. Legalism. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Because if you step outside of yeah. what I think you should believe, then yeah. I refuse to talk to you and I refuse yeah. to associate yeah. with you. And you're not probably not even a Christian. Yeah. And you know Yeah. It's it's just, it's, it's a I'm gonna use the L word. It's lazy. It's lazy yeah. and it's ungracious. Yeah. So I think that's why discernment is so critical. It's so critical. So some fun quotes. <laughs> Let's go to fun quotes. Can I do the Spurgeon one? Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Spurgeon said that discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. It is knowing the difference between right and almost right. Yes. Which I love. Amen to that because there could be two positions of which are permissible. Yes. 
and one of them is not profitable, right? Yes. It's close, but no cigar, right? Like that's kind of where, and, and it just takes so much time and so much humility to get to that point where you know that's why people don't want to do it because it's work discernment is work yes effort like as well as that I had a conversation multiple times at uni with the same person who liked T.D. Jakes who's a Mm. blatant false preacher (laughs) like there you can't anyway yeah and he was like oh but he said some good stuff Mm -hmm. and I said to him but that's how they suck you in Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. It's almost right yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. And he said to me, it's fine. I can chew the meat and spit out the bones, <laughs> which you may have heard people say yeah. in regard to like, I want to listen to this person, but I know they're wrong. Yeah. And there's, there's two problems with that. The first is that's not humble at all. You're mm-hmm. assuming you know what the bones are. Yes. And the second thing is that we're not talking about meat and bones. We're talking about a tiny bit of arsenic yeah. <laughs> in your bread yeah. that is going to kill yeah. you. Yeah. And, and there are so, so on one hand, it doesn't mean, so what we're not saying, let's be clear what we're not saying. We're not saying that discernment means everyone's cool. We just need to give them time to be sanctified. Because that's a lack of discernment as well. That's actually a lack of discernment. It's actually the opposite. We're saying, of course, there are very blatant things in scripture that are wrong, right? Yeah. We could call ourselves Let's talk about mirrors first. We could call ourselves out. We could call each other out and we can, you know, call out people that are in public for blatantly sinning against God and against their church and whatever. Right. Because there are very clear commandments in scripture. That's like, "Mm -mm, don't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think where we lack discernment is for everything else that's not explicitly called out. Yes. And part of that lack of discernment is, also a lack of grace to say, am I understanding this person the way they were meant to be understood? Where is it in here that I could say, this is right. This is not right. I need to come back. I need to double back. Let me go talk to that person, whatever. Even if you just think about where you were Mm -hmm. five or even 10 years ago. Or five minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah. Even like a year ago. Yeah. We... By the grace of God, we change and we Mm. grow. We are not, or we shouldn't be stuck in one place our Mm. whole lives. And so sometimes when there's a situation or there's a person and you're like, I don't know how to deal with this, then it can be helpful to think, you know, this guy's 22. And when I was 22, I was not humble either. Or I was a complete idiot and I made terrible life choices. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I need to deal with this gently because Mm. it may just be, that this person needs time to grow and they need someone mm. to just call them out lovingly. Yeah. But come alongside them. Yeah, come and, alongside yeah. them instead of just going, you're not saved because you did X. It's yeah. like, well, you did X five years yeah. ago. So yeah. what? Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we there's much we can say on this, but before we run out of time, how about we just talk about ways that you can grow in discernment? We've kind of mentioned them, some of them already. Um but I think these are just like off the top of our head. This is a short list. There's probably like a hundred things you could put on this list, but we kind of talked about it together. We talked about it with my husband, Can like I some ways. add one to this list that you haven't put? Of course. Um, of course, of course, of course. Um, P.S. We said we were going to do multiple quotes. We only did one, but that's okay. I think oh, it was a good you... one. No, no, no. I think okay. it was a good one. Um, <clears throat> so 
How to grow in discernment. Can I put Ding. my bonus one first? Yes. You should have like a do the yeah yeah like we'll a put list it on, the on the screen. No, we won't. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> um, actually, one of the first ones I was going to say was it's not super spiritual. Well, it's spiritual, but it's not. Just learn to think for yourself, mm. which is not encouraged in our culture. No, but it starts with things like, okay, I just heard this. What are the implications? Mm-hmm. How does that affect this other thing? Mm-hmm. What happens if I do that? Like, what are the consequences? Why? is that biblical mm-hmm. is there any reason why it wouldn't be biblical mm-hmm. like things like that just learn to actually think things through yeah. instead of just jumping on the bandwagon or doing whatever some random person tells you is a good idea yeah learn to think i've heard some secular kind of uh thought leaders talk about like learn to write because writing teaches you how to think um but it's not teaches you how per se. It just helps you understand how you think when you write. Yes. So yes, learn to think, learn to think critically. Yes. Um, and if you need help on that. Yeah. This plays into some of our our later advice as well. I'm not going to get ahead of us. So one of them, which we've mentioned already is to pray Mm -hmm. and submit to the Holy spirit. Um, this is that supernatural element that we, that we suppress when we become legalist, mm-hmm. which we're all legalists in some way. I am not pretending yeah. like we are, we're above the fray. Like, no, we are definitely. We all have legalistic have our, tendencies. Yes. That's just human humans, nature. And we yeah. like rules. We like to know what yeah. we're supposed to do. And we like to think that we earn whatever. Yes, that as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, pray and submit to the Holy Spirit. This should be your first call to action, like, oh man, this situation's happening. I need to pray and submit to the Holy Spirit. You said about discernment and wisdom. Wisdom's wisdom is how you discern. I don't remember. Oh, oh, something like (laughs) discernment is wisdom in action or something. Applied. Yes. Applied. Discernment is wisdom applied. Man, I should be smarter. Um, I should have wrote it down. (laughs) Well, you said it. So you are smart. (laughs) Um, yeah. But yeah, the praying and submitting to the Holy Spirit, like it says in James, he who lacks wisdom should ask for oh. God gives liberally. That probably. That's now a I very have to find terrible it. paraphrase. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Yeah. So part of discernment is just asking God for mm-hmm. wisdom. Amen. Carly, the, the Bible great said it. Bible quote. Which takes us to our next point. Which Beautifully. is? Did you see that smooth segue? Oh, We're so almost good. as good as Brett Cooper's ads. I know, I know. We need to get um, some adverts. <laughs> <laughs> the second point is read your Bible. Read how it. do you know how to obey the word of God if you don't know what the word of God says? Yes. A to the men. This is like bread and butter of the Christian life. Yeah. Pray, submit to the Holy Spirit, read your Bible, like, boom, do those things. Don't just Google it or watch YouTube videos unless you're Googling, what does the Bible say about X? Even then, be careful. Use discernment. Yes. (laughs) It's a a fine line. It's fine. It's fine. Bible verses about X. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We didn't do that. (laughs) Um, The next one, it's to us first, and it's definitely to all of you listening. It's the hardest one, I think. Be humble. Like, be humble. This is such a huge part of discernment. Mm-hmm. You need to be humble. You don't know like, everything. Yeah. And sometimes you're wrong. This and is you a don't, fact. You don't know what you don't know. Yes. 
that doesn't mean that you can never know anything and that we're all going to become relativists and like, oh, no. It just means your first point of action when you're praying and you're reading your scripture is to be like, okay, I might not know everything about this. I'm like a terrible example of this. (laughs) I went to uni to study theology, right? Academic degree. It was amazing. I loved it. When I first arrived, I was from a good church. I knew a lot of stuff. By the time I left, I didn't know anything. And that was after four (laughs) years of intense study. (laughs) And if nothing else, that degree taught me what I didn't know, Mm -hmm. which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this applies to even our reactionary culture. Like, be humble. Like you know, so-and-so tweeted something. Ooh, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, be humble. Do you know what they meant there? Like, maybe you think you know, but you don't actually understand what they said. Maybe they weren't clear. There's a million things, right? Like, be humble. Also, you might have on your list of things, this is the way we must do it. Okay, be humble. Is there another way? You know, is there, is there, maybe do I have this perfectly understood or do I need to like think about this? Legalism can also extend to not just what you do, but what you say and Mm. not just what you say, but the way that you say it. And so there are some things where it's like, you know, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. You're saying exactly the same thing. And I agree with you doctrinally, but you're wrong because you're saying it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And like, there's a humility in saying I wouldn't have used that as an example Mm -hmm. or I wouldn't have phrased it that way, Mm -hmm. but you're saying the same thing. And Mm -hmm. so, yes, um, there's discernment in whether the person is being obnoxious or not. Yes. (laughs) But in in terms of like, I could tweet about the purpose, I can't even say it. Purposcuity. Purposcuity of scripture. And Monet could be like, I love scripture. It's so clear. Yeah. And it would be wrong of me to jump on her and be like, how dare you? Like Monet doesn't use technical terms. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's different ways of saying the same thing. And it's, yeah. Which actually leads to the next point. They overlap a lot because in order Mm -hmm. to be humble, you have to be gracious and charitable. Yes. Um, we lack grace so, so much. much. Oh my gosh. We We're do so not judgy. have any grace. We're like, oh, you did something wrong. Boop, canceled. Oh, you said something I didn't like. You're mm-hmm. done. Dead to me. And we, you know? we also always think the worst of people. Oh, yes. Which is very, it's, um, it's not actually that modern a thing, but it's overemphasized in modern culture, especially with the internet. Yeah. Because it's, it's also, so easy. It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you are like uncharitable and ungracious towards someone who mm-hmm. maybe said something wrong, then everything they say, you're like looking yeah. for the heresy. You're yeah. like, oh, here he goes again or here she goes again. Just, and yeah. like having grace is like waiting for like a pattern of mistakes or like, hey, brother, or like this. Wait for you know, them to elaborate. Yeah. Tweets are what? 240 characters now? Yeah. Like you and can't, you can edit them, and you can Thanks edit them. Gosh, <laughs> but you know what can you say in two hundred and forty letters? Yeah. Like if it's yeah. some, yeah, give someone the or chance not, to explain. Um, like or, not even Twitter. Like this podcast, for example. Maybe we go through this whole thing, and you're like writing down a list of things that you want to have a go at us about it. By all means, have a go at us, but be gracious and be charitable. And say, okay, this is what they said. Technically, here I don't like what they said, but I think I know what they meant to say. So I'm going to clarify it with them, or yeah. I'm going to check, or I'm going to like, you know, it, it should be like gracious mm-hmm. and and being gracious and being charitable. 
they're tied in with humility. They're also tied in with being long suffering. Yeah. And that as like as Christians, we are sinners redeemed, but we still sin and we sin against but each other. Even, even if there's a repeated pattern, yeah. you can be gracious in the way that you address that. Yeah, absolutely. And understand that like there is room for someone to correct it if it's like a doctrinal, like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's places for and should be places for people to repent, yeah. for there to be reconciliation, all of that stuff. Is that there is no place for repentance yes. in modern culture. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they'll go, oh, this person apologized, but it's this endless penance. Oh, yeah. You can apologize all you like. It's You're not going to be forgiven. You're not going to be uncancelled. That's it. You did yeah. the thing. It doesn't matter how sorry yeah. you are, which personally i think there's no point in apologizing at that point that's what i i'm that's a whole nother <laughs> that's off a the, whole off, other thing off, off the record where we talk about that yes but um so the next thing and we kind of talked about this but pardon seek counsel with older wiser christians this plays into the thinking and not when i said about googling or going to youtube um it's not just taking what anybody out there says. Yeah. Even people like, you know, John Piper mm-hmm. or I guess not Matt Chandler anymore. <laughs> yeah, or he's canceled. <laughs> you know, or Steve Lawson or name yeah. your big reformed guys, whatever. Yeah. Spurgeon. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know you. They don't know you. So go to older, more mature Christians who are a part of your life mm-hmm. and who do know you mm-hmm. and who have walked with the Lord for mm-hmm. some time and have been through a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and have learned. Yeah. Like absolutely. And you know, go to this person and say, "Dear person, I'm having trouble with discernment in this area." And they're going to say, "Okay, there, Sonny." <laughs> I don't know. And they're <laughs> going to give you their wisdom and they might open up their Bible and say, so you're going to take that wisdom and you're going to go and you're going to pray about it. And Mm -hmm. you're going to submit to the Holy spirit and you're going to be gracious and charitable with what they said. And Mm -hmm. you're going to be humble that maybe you don't know as much as them. Mm -hmm. And all of those things factor in to your growing discernment. Right. And you know, yeah, if I can make an example, I know we've been using a lot of vague terms here, but let's make one more. Well, it's because we don't want to be no, we're not gracious to, and pick on yeah, people. We're not, we're not trying to pick on people. <laughs> we're picking on ourselves first and foremost, yeah. but we we do think this is a cultural issue. But say say me and Kara went to Oldie Mick uh, Christian and we said, Oldie Mick Christian, we're having trouble discerning X. And they give us a package of wisdom and we take it away. And I go and I pray about it and I think about it and I'm humble, I'm gracious. And Cara, she goes away and she does all the same things. And we come to totally different Mm -hmm. conclusions. That's important that we just trust God, which is actually the last point. I did skip over one, but you kind of mentioned it. Oh, I covered don't trust everything on the internet. Don't trust everything on the internet. But in the end, we just have to trust God that we're walking In his way, because we're not just making a decision devoid of his word, devoid of prayer, devoid of his Holy Spirit, devoid of counsel, devoid mm-hmm. of like hum- humility and, and grace and charity. We're not making a decision devoid of that. We're doing what we can. Um, and then we step in faith. Can I actually add another point? Oh, <laughs> 10 points. No, just kidding. <laughs> Which is, I'm trying to think how to word it. I'm trying to be discerning yeah. how I word it. Mm-hmm. But um, part of it is knowing 
actually no do you know what we're gonna say correct yourself first mm. that's what I'm gonna say what like, do you mean well part of it is knowing like because sometimes you you come to these conclusions and you're like oh, I see it I see the light mm. like and then you just go around and you're trying to like squish everybody into your you yes. know like some of these discernment podcasts oh, they just go yes. around and they're like you know it's like Oprah is like you're a heretic and you're yeah. a heretic and you're a heretic <laughs> yeah and it's like well <laughs> that's not always helpful yeah. and so sometimes you know there may be something like I have friends who have been for years and years and years in the charismatic move, like super charismatic movement. Mm -hmm. Like we go to prophecy school and learn how to prophesy movement. And you're kind of like part of discernment is knowing to pick your battles. Uh So I understand from scripture and I'm convicted by the Holy spirit that what they are doing is wrong, Mm -hmm. but there's discernment in knowing how to, talk to them about that or Mm -hmm. not over a long period of time still Mm -hmm. maintaining our friendship and still maintaining that despite the fact that they're wrong they're still christian brothers yeah so when i say correct yourself first it's like yeah don't go discerning for everybody else no yeah discernment is something that is it is your own ability to act in that wisdom like to apply that wisdom there's a lack of humility in being like i'm so discerning let me tell you where you were wrong yeah yeah and i think so first of all that is biblical uh jesus says it you hypocrite first take out the log in your own eye then you can see clearly there's place for biblical correction oh yes but it's just like if all you're ever doing is going around going and you're wrong because this and you're wrong because this and you're wrong because this and i'm right because i'm discerning yeah you're probably not discerning I mean, at the end of the day, it's not trusting God Yeah. because you think the only way other people could walk in righteousness is if you go and tell them how unrighteous is, they are. Which is really bad because it's like the Holy Spirit deals with me, but then it's delegated to me to deal with everybody else. Yeah. Which is like, when you say it like yeah. that, you're like, yeah. wow, that's bad theology. Yeah. But yet we still yeah. can have that attitude. This comes up a lot in because my husband's a pastor this comes up a lot in like how to lead pastorally which i will not comment on at all that's like we should have him on to do an off the record we should we should have him on um but i've heard other pastors um celebrity not really speak (laughs) about this to say that the pastor like their their particular view of what the pastor is to do in terms of counseling is to share that biblical wisdom and mm-hmm. be prayerful and and obviously offer correction when correction is needed yeah. but not to say this is what you must do with your life mm-hmm. because it actually takes away that particular um uh members ability to exercise discernment yes because and it and this is hard i mean i only have a toddler this must be so much harder for parents who are older mm-hmm. obviously you want to teach your children in the way they should go obviously there are rules in your house etc yeah. but if you want to teach your child discernment you have to give them the principles yes. and the wisdom to live and to walk and they're yes. gonna do things that you think are the wrong decisions. But you have to let them. But you have to let yeah. them. And it's so, like obviously within range of that permissible, yeah. but maybe not profitable. So maybe they're listening to that music that you're like, well, this is permissible, but I don't really think it's great. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like explicit stuff. I'm saying like country music. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're definitely getting canceled for that, right? You might be like, okay, country music, some country music is permissible, but it's not profitable. Yeah. And so you might be like, or jazz or whatever. I'm I'm picking on music or, because we're I a music know, podcast. Mozart or something. Yeah. There's no lyrics. Yeah. There's no Christian-ness yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. It might be modern, contemporary Christian songs. Lo-fi beats. Yeah. They could be listening to lo-fi you beats. You could be like, like Why? I don't think that's profitable, but I've given them wisdom. Mm-hmm. I've lovingly, like, you know, taught them the ways of the Lord. Yeah. And they are able to do this whether they think it's profitable or not. And... It's that act, you know, that I just think we need to encourage that in our churches, in our homes, yes. amongst our friends, so you know. I, I've seen this multiple times as well, where parents have this desire to teach their kids discerning, mm-hmm. and so they just catechize them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not against the catechism, no. but catechize your kids. <laughs> I have seen a lot of children who have been really thoroughly catechized, but, you know, when their friend comes up to them and goes, you know, hey, so I've decided I'm gay. Mm. They're like, that's not a catechism question. I don't know how to respond. Or, you know, their friend comes up to them and goes, hey, I'm moving in with my boyfriend. And they're like, that's, that's wrong, but it's not a catechism question. So like, <laughs> what's the response, you yeah. know, or any, any number of big or small issues. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good to teach your kids something like the catechism, but part of discernment, like Monet said, is that all this good knowledge that you are learning and all this wisdom that you are learning, you also have to learn how to apply it. Yeah. And I think that goes for adults too. Oh, absolutely. Um, especially those of us who grew up in the state school system where it was a case of just memorizing answers just, yeah, just and it. writing them down in the appropriate places without actually understanding any of it. So, yep. So, I mean, honestly, we just scratched the surface of a topic that obviously has been really heavy on our heart. Um, yeah. and because we get, to, I mean, like, like we said, we talked about it. Like last night, we've probably been talking about it for like 24 hours at this point, but we, <laughs> but, but it's something that's heavy on our heart because I mean, we really want to see the church thrive in this yes. area. And we see the church kind of being like so dependent on mm. these discernment podcasts. And don't get me wrong. I love them. There's or many just on their pastor. And yeah. it's like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to go with that guy. Cause he's yeah. the pastor. So he yeah. knows. And I don't mean to shock anybody, but your pastor is a fallen human being. Yeah. Like he's a sinner too. He's not going to get it right all the time. But I think, I think that is even a better practice than what I see happening in yeah. our Christian culture, which is I mean, like going to your own pastor yeah, is probably go, better than going to some yes, some stranger, stranger. internet guy or a girl or whatever. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these discernment podcasts they give us a lot to chew on. Obviously, the eldership at your church is only so large; they can only cover so much teaching over mm-hmm. a course of time. Maybe but your small group they can as still well. point you to other places to yeah. go, so that you're not just out there in the big wide world going. Yeah. That looks shiny. I'll go for that. Yeah, like you can still ask your pastor, and a good pastor will be able to say, "I don't know." But I can find out or yeah. I can find out resources or for you. Or let's work through this together, yes. right? It doesn't mean that discernment means there's no place for teaching. There's no. We're obviously not saying that. I'm just saying that like being sanctified through the work of the Holy Spirit who is in you mm-hmm. is not something you could farm out to podcasters or personalities or blogs. 
you actually need to do the work with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You need to be submitting to him and trying to learn for yourself yeah. how to discern what is best or what is it what do you say what is right and what is almost right yeah and you're gonna get some stuff wrong and so are the people that you follow and so are the people that you love but the humility of it all yeah. is that we are bought by the blood of christ we are completely justified like utterly there is no mm -hmm. uh condemna condemnation now in christ we're actually yeah. we've got that standing and all of this life as we walk through it with the lord mm -hmm. is being sanctified, being cleansed, being yeah. conformed more and more and more to the image of Christ. And you can't do that by just following a list of do's and don'ts. Yeah. You can't do that. It's a supernatural work and it's a beautiful work. And I think yeah. we suppress the work of I the Holy Spirit when we try to just condense it down to lists. Yeah, and it is hard work. And yeah. it does take years and years. And we have not arrived, by the way. We're not saying no. that. <laughs> no, not at all. No, 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 Definitely no, 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 not. No, 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 no. But, you know, it, it is a hard work and mm -hmm. it has to be a conscious effort. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the problem is you can't just drift. It has to be like this yeah. conscious thing. Yeah. Um, but you have the help of the Holy Spirit. Oh, so yeah. you're not you're not on your own in this. You have the help of the Holy Spirit. God's put good, wise, older Christians around you as mm -hmm, well. Mm -hmm. And you've got his word. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're not just left to flounder. You no. can do this with the help that God has given you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, tell us what you guys thought about that topic. Is there something else you would like to hear us talk about on an off the record episode? Uh, we really looked forward to recording this, even though we probably are canceled now. Um, Use your discerning. If you cancel us, we'll trust you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, don't go against your conscience. Um, but let us know what you thought of that. We, we, like we said, we read your comments. We read your emails. We'd love to get some feedback from you guys. If you think we've stepped in it in this episode, tell us. Like, we're going to be humble and gracious and just hear what you have to say. Um, but we do trust the Lord in the end. And we trust that uh, even this discussion is helping us to think about and be more discerning yeah. in our own lives. Yeah. And we pray that it's been that blessing to you. Cool. So until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. <laughs>